Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Department of the Dead. My name is Amanda, and I'm joined by Jess and Thought. Thoughty. Thoughty. Either my head or my hair is. My hands don't fit anymore. I have to fix all the snaps. Oh, my gosh. So we watched before I get... Hi, we do paranormal shit. I just want to give a real quick plug because this is like a very freaky-ass movie that is so fucking British to the core. It's, so I forget, oh fuck. Hey honey, what was the name of that movie we watched? Threads. It's called Threads, and it's takes place in the 80s, and the US and Russia is on the brink of nuclear war, and Britain gets caught in the crossfires, like somehow, I was kind of high, but the gist of it is like, they're carrying on. They gave, like, the citizens of London or wherever the fuck they lived in Great Britain, like, the opportunity to get out. And some people were like, give peace a chance. And they stayed. And it was awful. It was, they dropped an atomic bomb. And you get to see the fallout of a nuclear war in Britain. And they're just carrying on, kind of, as best they can, anyway. It's so creepy. And Jess, I will warn you, I don't know if you'll want to watch it. I had to start crafting as I was watching it because there was a fuck ton of dead cats. Oh. I did not like that. I did not like that. God damn it. For other but, humans. Yeah, fuck the humans, the cats. God damn it. Yeah, I know. I saw it. It's like, oh my God. I started crying. I like grabbed Ragnar. I was like, come here, you stupid cat. <laughs> Ragnar. I love him. All right. So, Hi. Our topic today is kind of out there in left field, I would say, wouldn't you guys? Yeah, a little bit, maybe, yeah. I feel like it, you've been wanting to torch these people, so. Yeah, might... but it's that's it recently. That hasn't been like, I've been wanting to do this for years. But we'll get it. We'll get more into it after the weed notes and after I, I give the spiel. And then you guys can give your background what you know about these people, so. Without further ado, for our weed pairing today. Oh. So I didn't oh. actually smoke this yet. Oh. Oh. Because, no, because it would put me on my ass. So I didn't want to die, but I will want to smoke this later. I'm fucking excited. So I went into the dispensary and the guy was nice and he was kind of confused. And then I told him why I was looking for something along this line he's oh my god yes and he's i know the perfect one and so i he came up with the stinger blunts i'm not a blunt smoker i'm gonna be quite frank here yeah uh, i don't know if you guys have much experience with it i have smoked blunts before i want to say my, the first time i ever smoked weed i think it was a blunt yeah i think i remember this yeah it's all just like a preference you know like college uh, yeah. that's about the only thing we would do yeah especially dudes you know yeah good stuff i've been wanting to do the tobacco free hukashisha i think it's like coconut that they use or so i can't remember i used to forgot how's it going she always have pineapple in our shisha Ooh. so fucking good i used to work at a hookah bar before I went to bowl, <laughs> before I went to go be a second lieutenant, I was a bartender at a hookah bar. Hell yeah, bitch! Oh, I smoked a shit, shit ton of hookah. My lungs are fucked. So, but yeah, I do know that they do have like tobacco-free shisha. I think that would be interesting because I, I guess I'd have to look more up about this. But do you guys know or have any experience smoking hookah shisha with weed? No, not with. No, uh, the only time I really smoked shisha was like overseas. Yeah, yeah. That, I stopped when I came home, but that's all I would do there. 
you do get more of a buzz. Like you get that little head high. Like mm-hmm. it's, it is something, but I could see why people who are very sheltered feel like they're smoking weed and it's no honey, sweetie. That's just nicotine. <laughs> you get like that, like fixation though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a glass wear thing and there's always that negative connotation with it but anyway we sorry got off topic here so anyway back to the blunts this is whamsterdam whamsterdam with a w like amsterdam but with a w whamsterdam farm so fucking stupid i mean it's probably named after somebody and so i'm probably offending anyway it's a hybrid as i said total cannabinoids 43 percent total thc is 37 percent but here's the kicker the thca is 28 percent so what that means is thca is similar now correct me if i'm wrong if anybody else does this email me and correct me but thca you know how they have thc or thco or hc thcp yeah, there's so, like whole ABCs with... Oh, there's so many cannabinoids. So it's easy to do this. And this is why they keep popping up with different things. And anyway, so the long story short is they all do the same shit. They all do the same shit. THA is a cannabinoid found in cannabis that differs from THC and that it is non-psychoactive in its natural state. And that's how the farm bill, you get around that with the Delta 8 and states that don't like recreational weed for fuck's sake just make it legal let people grow it they no one can keep a house plant millennials can't keep house plants let's just let people be let them open up dispensaries go get a dispensary so but understanding oh, what that is it's me oh that's so cool i love the dinosaur a little is that, that a, a real plant was that also yeah. a gas station that was a, that was a birthday present is that oh. stevie i love it so through sorry back wow okay in its natural state it falls below that threshold for the farm bill but through decarboxylation thca converts into thc and fresh cannabis contains more thca than thc so that's why that's when you see total thc being 37 percent. that that's going to pack a doozy so thc may offer potential therapeutic benefits such as anti-inflammatory neuroprotective and anti-emetic properties so if you're nauseous vomiting that kind of thing this helps counteract that oh nice isn't that cool the star dog strain known as star dog is highlighted in a refreshing update on a classic from the 1980s so the origin story for this was actually really fucking cool star dog is derived from crossing two renowned hybrids chem dog four and trace dog have you guys ever had that I've had Chem Dog, and I've also had Star Dog. So, the legacy of Chem Dog is especially interesting. Legend has it that its inception was when a hippie stumbled upon some cannabis seeds at a Grateful Dead concert in Indiana. Hell yeah, dude! Star Dog has since inherited, involved with a rich genetic history. So, the strain's name, Star Dog, mirrors the aesthetic. It's Got a lot of sparkling trichome crystals all over it. It's shiny. She's a shiny little plant. And they don't just distribute the beauty of them, but also the more crystals it's got, the nicer that high is going to be. So look for those crystally ones. They house a high concentration of THC, leading Stardog to often test over 20% THC alone. So just imagine what the fuck you could do with an infused joint. Woo! So the effects are known for its potency. Those who consume Stardog can expect an uplifting and energetic experience. It's celebrated for inducing a strong euphoria, which makes interactions lively and humor to come easy. So maybe I should have smoked this. Maybe I'll be funnier if I smoke this. (laughs) Or I'll just drive my fiance absolutely bonkers. I still smoke it right now. Right now? Okay, we could do a quick sponsor break and I could take a puff or two. No. Okay, if it is right here, though, I wish I could smoke in here, but I don't want to because I, like, I say that, but I know that I don't want to smoke in my house because it just gets it. Yeah. So anyway, I'll finish this up real quick. We'll do a quick little ad break, and then we'll get back to it, and I'll let you know how this is, and then thought you might have to take over my notes, honestly. 
the sweat start hitting? What's the sweat start? Hopefully not. Anyway, so hopefully you guys will appreciate my... I'm literally sticking it to the man here with our theme, which I haven't revealed yet. Or did I? Well. Okay, good. I have it. Okay. So it's got, back to the star dog, it's got a lot of anti-inflammatory benefits. The terpenes beyond their impact on effects also dictate the strain's aroma and flavor. Star dog is characterized by a sharp scent mixing pine and diesel with clear citrus undertones. Oh my God. I wear that as a perfume. There is a new perfume out and it's called gasoline and it's got hints of it smells like gasoline but with but made into a perfume i don't know it's fucking weird i'm curious about it from have you seen parks and rec yeah john no. or that the cologne company where <laughs> like the names are like yeah that sounds just like it though i'll have to look up that one so the while the whatever phylene is the primary terpene it doesn't impart a peppery aroma. Instead, it adds depth and sharpness, creating a multi-layered and intricate scent profile. Sounds to me like this thing's going to be stinky as fuck. So, it stands out as one of the top hybrid strains available at this dispensary where I got this information from here in Washington. So, why did I pick this? So, I figured when you're talking to a stoner about flat earth theory, the first thing they're going to ask is, but what about the stars, dog? Um... I feel so stupid. <laughs> not in She's like, oh my God. He's, seriously? He took that long? All, all I can think about is that fucking weekend song, like, Star Boy. <laughs> I'm a motherfucking star dog. Oh my gosh. And then you guys can check out the sources if you want to. I'll post those. So, Jess, thought, what are you guys having before we go to our ad break? Not any star dogs. Just uh, sipping on some whiskey right now. What kind? Jameson. Nice. Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm having a smoothie and half of those peach gummies that I have. So I'll be back in five minutes. So maybe not even that. I'm only going to take a puff or two. I don't trust myself puffing more than that on this. Right. Unless you want to be like weird and awkward and quiet like me. That one. Or, or just very sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take a break. And then thought you want to help me with the notes? Yeah, I got you. I'm ready. Okay, yay. Thank you. All right. You too. Okay. All right. Just... Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. It worked. I'm so jealous. I should have said before and after photos of you. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. No. My fiance just peeked at me between my little soundproof barrier that he lovingly helped me set up as I stole his blanket that... Speaking of more stars, this literally has constellations all over it. And yes, it glows in the dark. Oh, that's cool. It's not mine. It's trees, but I'm using it for this episode. It feels fitting. His is yours. <laughs> yeah, usually. No, I'm just kidding. I've stopped. I really have stopped asking about borrowing his sweatshirts. I kind of just take now. But I put it back. I put it back in his side of the closet. So at least there's that. Must be nice. All right. Oh, God. All right. Are we all in the modern flat earthers? Would you like me to start? Yes, please. All right. Bobby will take it first. All right. Feel free to add in as many anecdotes as you'd like to. We want to hear those thoughts, thoughts. Yeah. Not, I'm not drunk enough for that. That's going to that's be a whole thing itself. God damn. Okay, chug that shit right now. There's not enough. That needs to be like a, 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 its own episode, I think. I'm just down. start riffing. Just start riffing on this. Practice. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Oh, one sec. Can y'all hear that? No. Oh, is that your, your storm? Yeah. Your storm. Which hurricane are we on now? Like my little pop mug? Yes. <gasps> it's so good. So cute. All right. Modern flat earth beliefs. Flat earthers or people who believe the earth is flat rather than an oblate spheroid hold various beliefs. Not all flat earthers agree on every detail, but there are some of the more commonly held views within the community. Number one, flat earth model. The most fundamental belief is that the earth is flat, often depicted as a disc. In this model, the North Pole is typically at the center in a large ice wall, which some equate with Antarctica, surrounds the outer edge to keep the oceans from spilling up. Number two, gravity. 
Many flat earthers deny the existence of gravity as it's understood by mainstream science. They often believe objects fall for other reasons, like density or electromagnetism. Number three, the sun and the moon. The sun and moon are thought to be much smaller and closer to the earth than in the helicentric model. Some believe they move in a circular motion above the earth's surface, acting as spotlights. Oh. NASA and space exploration. Many flat earthers believe that space agencies, notably NASA, are involved in a massive conspiracy to hide the actual shape of the earth. They often claim that space missions, including moon landings, are hoaxes. Just like your sweatshirt there, Amanda. They're just yeah. fucking jealous. That's all it is. I am not a moon landing hoaxer. That is one conspiracy theory. I just refuse to get behind. I can't do it. I went to Purdue. I can't do it. Um, Be disgraced to everything that Armstrong Hall stands for today. Well, they have a hall named after. Yeah, he was in like I can't remember what frat he was in. It was like oh, frat boy. Oh yeah, he was a frat boy too. Yeah, Sigma apple pie. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said Sigma apple pie. Oh, I thought you said you want my apple pie. I'm like, kind of, but what? <laughs> Number five, photos from space. Photos showing around Earth are considered by many flat earthers to be fabricated or manipulated. They often point to anomalies in his images as proof. Number six, flat earthers often argue that if the Earth were genuinely round, distant objects would disappear from the bottom first due to the Earth's curvature. They claim this doesn't happen in reality, though mainstream science disagrees. Number seven, airplane routes. Some argue that specific airplane flight paths make more sense on a flat map than on a spherical Earth. Okay, it's weird. They're like, uh, no if you are flying supposedly parallel, if the Earth was curved, then you would have to keep adjusting. Otherwise, you would just go off into space. Like... They're saying because the earth is round, how can you follow a straight line? Because eventually you would go off like at an angle. Does that make sense? Like yeah, geometry. That shit. Yeah. But I do remember I was listening to a flat earther arguing with an astrophysicist about this shit. I love when nerds fight. I fucking love it. It's hilarious to me. And I learn things. So it's like a win-win. So, but... They were basically using the the airplane route argument, and one was arguing the other. One was like a it's like a mechanism like built within the planes to like counterbalance the weight or something. Cool. I don't know. I'm not a fucking physicist. I went to Purdue. I'm going. I'm still Purdue master's program. I'm doing great. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. maker. Number eight. The moon landing no is real. <laughs> No observable curvature. Many claim that no matter how high one goes, the horizon always appears flat rather than curving away. And number nine, firmament slash dome. Some flat earthers believe in the existence of a firmament or dome that in, uh, encapsulates the earth based on specific citations of ancient religious texts. Number the four corners of the apocalypse or something, or the four corners of the world from the Bible, I believe. Huh. I didn't get too much into that because, I mean, it is part of the, the end of the world shit, so I'm surprised I don't remember that. But, yeah, that that's like the flat earth, like four corners, that rectangular flat earth. And yeah. as opposed to like the modern flat earth model here at, up at the top, the circular one, yeah, and it's surrounded by an ice dome. All right, all right. And they're like, you never fly. That is another weird one. Sorry, just to interject, because just think about it. Now that we have the map, you know, you would think that you would be able to fly from, like, straight. If the Earth was, like, round, like, why aren't we flying over the North Pole? Why don't we do that? Could anyone answer me? Why are they keeping <laughs> poles to themselves? Why do they keep them? And no, and I'm not kidding. Okay, so one, you Maybe. guys get into anybody that you know is a flat earther, but can I get one weird thing about Antarctica because Jess has the sky ice shit, so this will kind of play into it. Okay, so it's not really flat earth, but it's Antarctica, but I bought a hammock, like a standing hammock on Marketplace, and the guy I bought it from was like this 
SF guy, but he was like recruiting at Fort Stewart. I don't remember what his name was. I could probably look it up somewhere in the archive messages, maybe. But anyway, he was like, yeah, I'm getting ready to retire from here. And I was like, oh, just enjoy retirement life. He's like, yeah, but I'm going to go down to Antarctica and I'm going to be doing security at a research lab. Nice. Yeah, guess how much this motherfucker was making. Or it was like contracting to make. So per diem, every single day that you're there, your per diem is $2,300 a month. Wow. Oh, no, it wasn't a month. It was a day. Sorry. Wow. $2,300 a day. You know you're not spending that money either down there. No, and it's like a three to six month stint, I think is what he said. And, you know... They're pulling security on these like research facilities. And what the fuck are they doing there? Like, why the fuck do you want to go there? Yeah. And, and weird, weirder, I heard this from somewhere. I, someone fact checked me on this, but I believe like this, the treaty that they have about Antarctica is like the longest standing treaty around like the world. Everybody fucking agreed on this treaty and it's like still standing today or something like that. It was like, I know that maybe sounds a little bit more special than what it is, because I'm sure that there's lots of treaties that, but it's like one of the oldest. Like in terms of who owns it type of thing? Or in terms like... of the, how long the UN's been around. But I don't know. It's weird. It get, this shit gets fucking weird. And you can't go to Antarctica. Like yeah. you can't just like hop on a commercial flight and just go. Apparently you can't ever either. And you can't fly over it. And you can't fly over the North Pole. How? All right. What in the Santa Claus and Krampus is going on here? Did you say we're getting into this later? Kind of. A little bit. Not really. Okay. I mean, how far? Obviously, from like New York to Europe, we know that's not super far. Like, how far is for? How far is New York to Antarctica? And then Antarctica to the other, whatever the fuck's on the other side. So I Russia. Think there's, there's something weird about Google Earth. If you look up Antarctica, it's got like question marks around it. Let me fucking see this shit. Hold on. No, like how cold is like the at thirty thousand feet? Like how cold is like the air flying like in a commercial plane? I fuck. Can you repeat the question? I'm just thinking like temperature wise. Is it, how cold is like the altitude if you're flying over Antarctica? And can like a commercial jet keep that? maintain like healthy like temperature inside the cabin right maybe that's why like a traditional airplane yeah. wouldn't sustain that so they would get like, a nicer plane they're not they don't care about us that much i don't i don't know the answer but it's just something maybe i don't know maybe like certain military planes or i'm thinking of, like a fedex like jet like flying over it or something and also on a little globe like you have in like your grandparents' house, I think Antarctica looks a lot closer than it might actually be if the earth is round. Maybe the penguins aren't cute and cuddly like we think they are and they're fucking like ravaged and shit. That's oh, shit. oh my God. But it's just Antarctica is like kind of a weird concept in of itself because ah. we always hear about the ice caps melting, the ice caps melting, but... Like, how do we fucking know? And you can't really show the world what that looks like if you don't let people go down to the South Pole. Even because um, Is anyone preventing people from going to the South Pole or Antarctica? Or do they just not have like, the means to do it? Because, like, you need like, an icebreaker boat to, or a fucking submarine to really sail there. Yeah. And I don't know about, like, runways in order to land. Because, like, explorers, I don't know. If I was like, hey, I'm going to... Antarctica is someone would be like, you're not doing that. Yeah, like a okay. bouncer. All right, here we go. We got tourism in Antarctica. Do you guys want to hear about this? I just pulled up a Wikipedia article. Okay, so tourism started in Antarctica in the, by the sea in the 1960s. Air overflight started in the 1970s, and that shit was weird as fuck. And then they start sightseeing from airliners from Australia and New Zealand due to proximity. So, most of the estimated 14,000-ish visitors from Ant to Antarctica from 1990 to 2000 were sea cruises. So, they do have some of these 
like tourism companies that you can go like you can visit Antarctica, but you have to. I guess this isn't as like fun as what they make it sound like. This sounds fucking boring. Like you have to have a permit to go to Antarctica. But oh, here are the regulations. The environmental protocol to the Antarctic Treaty does not specify or does not specifically address tourism, but its provisions to go some of the way minimizing the adverse impacts of tourists because once ratified, the protocol is legally binding for all visitors to the Antarctic, whether on government or private trips. So I'm not really sure what that means exactly. I'm trying to think of where on here it had the Treaty of Antarctica or the Antarctic Treaty. Okay, so the Antarctic Treaty. This is fucking deep. Okay, I'm going to stop. Is this hole at the... You were here like that conspiracy of the hole at the, in Antarctica? That connects between like South Pole and Antarctica, or South Pole and North Pole. And oh, like a tube? Like a tube, like hollow Earth. Like the yeah. Earth is a bead? The Earth is a bead. <laughs> so, if, yeah. The whole universe is just one spinning, like, anal bead rope just gone wrong. I need to take that out. <laughs> oh, man. No, the Earth is a bead on some fucking crackhead Taylor Swift man. Earth is a bead. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it's preventative. I don't know. Yeah, like it's too much of a risk for just any random idiot to fucking go to Antarctica. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, there was like a reason. Like, 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 why do they care? Baby penguin died because of the cracked ice, but there were oh, no I pictures. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Like that was recent, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I guess while we're on the topic of Antarctica, just I'll let you take it away with sky ice. And then thought we'll come back to the modern day, what they think nowadays, I guess, with the flat earth theory, which it's just so bonkers. Sky Ice is not a bougie designer strain of cocaine, but it would be a good name. Just saying. That would be a good name. Sky Ice. What is it? So it's... Those, if y'all have never Googled it, listeners, Amanda Thotty, when you like Google a picture of Antarctica, you know, yeah, your patches of ice, you see polar bears and penguins and shit. And then you see these massive, gorgeous, big ice tetas like in Antarctica. So, and they're blue and you're just like, what? I thought snow was white. So, but they're blue. So they're really pretty majestic. So the blue color develops over time, and then the glacial ice freezes over. It's filled with air bubbles at first, and then those air bubbles come scattering, and then they find their way to reflect back the full spectrum and make the ice appear white, kind of like it does with the sky. That's why the sky, similar ways that the sky is blue. But young ice gets buried. so ridiculous. Can you think about it? Like, why is the sky blue? Sky ice is blue, so that explains it. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's how my weird mind categorizes it. Yeah. Because you always, I mean, I don't know if you like ever go into it. You wonder, but you're like, ah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. But you're like, oh, shit. What science? Okay. So as young ice gets buried and crushed beneath the newer ice, the older ice becomes denser and the air bubbles become smaller. When relatively newer ice is worn away by seawater, summertime melting, or strong winds, the older ice is revealed. And when the light hits, it penetrates it more deeply. So red and yellow bands of the light spectrum are absorbed while the blue light is reflected, resulting in the glacier's blue, almost turquoise hue. The phenomenon is similar to which that makes the sky appear blue. Okay, so blue ice is relatively rare. That's why you don't see like a lot of it there. There's blue ice and then there's the white ice, again, for the images that we do have available on Google of Antarctica. And it only covers around 1% of it. Do you guys think that just thinking about the oceans, like, getting warmer and shit, like, we haven't explored all of the ocean. Like, the Pacific Ocean is, I think it's pretty fucking deep. Yeah. You know? So it's got to have these cool pockets and shit. Like, in spite of what's the fuck's going on around the Earth. Am I thinking too much into this? Fuck, that blog was good. Said we explored, we've explored space more than our oceans. And that's just it's like, fucking... Yeah, the fish were like, hey. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I want to hear more of, like, your thoughts about this. Off about, script. 
Uh, it's about got everything. Exactly. Go. Honestly, I kind so of hear hard. the thought. It's so hard to like just. I think the Earth is round. First, like I, every planet that we can see in our solar system is round and rotating. So I don't know why people would think, hey, ours is flat out of all of them. But I don't like, like so many conspiracies, there's like some truth behind it. And I would, I don't want to just like so many conspiracies now are even just like coming out as true. So I don't want to just like, like these people are crazy, right? like on the subject of Antarctica and the South Pole and shit, like I'm sure yeah. there's that has weight to it. That shit has weight to it. Like a lot of freaky fucking shit happens. It could have been true at the time, like with the lack of technology and when these conspiracies started, especially like if some of these things have originated or have origins in a biblical sense or in the Quran, then that was true at the time. They thought it was flat because they didn't have the technology to really observe the earth that way. Because like I'm thinking back to the pyramids, like how would they align something like that's not a fucking coincidence that they would align three big ass pyramids under like a major constellation. So... There is one one point that was brought up, and I can't remember which episode of what podcast it was, but they brought up a good point, and they said, if you believe somewhat, like, in the simulation theory, or entertain the thought of the simulation theory, what's saying that the simulation that we live in right now is not a flat earth? And the simulation around it is feeding us what was supposed to be the Earth or the original yeah. Earth. Isn't that fucking weird? So when you put it like that, you're like, fuck, am I a flat Earth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it is good. To, I mean, you're, naturally, you're going to speculate a lot of things. So that yeah. just shows that you do have at least two brain cells. But I don't know. And kind of like Thought said, it's, yeah, these Conspiracy theories sound crazy initially, but lo a lot of things is coming to light now. And so you're kind of looking at everything like with a new lens. You're like, I mean, maybe not, but you're keeping an open mind. I just think it's like at some point you kind of lose touch with reality and you're just too far gone. You like let it consume you. Like these are definitely fun to think about and talk about with your friends in general or in, you know, when you make it like your livelihood you know that's when it's like yeah well you don't want to get a job because the rapture's coming have you guys ever heard of matt his name's mad mike hughes he was a big was a big flat earth believer and he tried proving it by launching himself like in his homemade rocket in the desert uh like a couple hundred feet in the air nothing crazy and then he would film it to prove that the earth is flat and he would he used to do it a bunch and then I think it was like two or three, two or three years ago, he is like shoot didn't deploy and he, he died. But like oh, that is a bit. Didn't it, didn't it bow though? Didn't he, didn't somebody go up? I thought that was him who you were talking about. He like went up to disprove it and ended up like proving that the earth was round. I thought it was somebody else. That happened, to, that's happened a few times. Yeah. There's a picture. Or like drones or something. There's a video that they did with a flashlight that proved that it was round that we can post. It's on YouTube of a flat earther tread. I don't know. I don't know like the specifics behind it. I'm not smart enough, but he tried. Yes, you are. No, he tried proving you're, it. With you're a fister. Can I say that? Yeah. He's a what? He's a fister. Are you talking about like, which meaning are you talking about? The professional <laughs> army meeting. That. Got Jess's fucking attention. I was thinking about that earlier because I saw I was reading literally his Instagram name is not a JTAG surrounded by the boxes of Jesus. Okay, so I was getting a smoothie <laughs> and I see a truck next to me called DP Tree. <laughs> I thought so. I don't know. I was yeah, because this smoothie is like all banana. So sorry, you said fist. Fister, and I was like, what? Use your imagination, whatever you want it to be. Hi, Mom. It's been 84 years. Oh, gosh. Okay. okay. All right, how much How much more of the way to... Oh, no, the way to... It's well. Uh, the... Yeah, yeah. I just... Lies. 
Yeah, so then it's our, yeah, okay. So sky ice, blue ice, it, it's the same thing. I was just making sure, but yeah. So another strange aspect about it is that it tends to contain a lot of meteorites and meteorites crash down around the globe. All Why? Over. Like, where is that? But maybe Why? they're keeping the Antarctica like to themselves because there's so many cool meteorites like with aliens or cool rocks. All uh, around the globe. Yeah, Wait, where at? But due to its old age, when blue ice emerges, it tends to reveal thousands of long-buried meteorites while also preserving them, thus attracting meteorite hunters from around the world. So, like, when y'all were talking about how, you know, there's, like, bouncers to Antarctica, that could kind of be why. Maybe that's, like, too dangerous for the main ranking person or even an expert unless, you know, you're, like, straight up like a meteor meteorologist or like scientist. So that's also, like, one thing that I considered, but... And then since the since the glacier ice has very few air bubbles, like I mentioned earlier, the dense ice reflects only a short wavelength, which is the blue a color, and then it absorbs all the others. The longer the path travels in ice, the bluer it appears. So the glacier ice is so dense, it doesn't melt like regular Can ice. Just, I'm so sorry. Can you guys look at this? Does this make sense to you? Does this explain the meteorites? Hold it closer. Yeah. So that's the earth. It's Earth. round. Round. I had to do that at least once. <laughs> Classic. Shit. Okay, so that's the Earth. It's round. But if it's spinning, I think of, like, tops, you know? Or if you spin something on... Like a drape? Like, or, you, or, you, or something gets pinched and you're tie-dyeing a shirt. You know how you pinch to tie-dye? Or if you spin the ball on a shirt or on fabric, it'll spin with the ball around... Or the fabric will spin with the ball. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of creates like a little vortex, right? So look at it again and then see the arrows. The arrows representing like meteorites and shit go into the poles. Poles. Okay. Yeah. Why does it, why don't the meteorites hit center mass? If, if only. They might have a ricochet from like another one. Cause you have to think that'd probably be a lot of fucking meteorites. Or the gravitational pull and it's stronger at the poles. So, and I think that explains the northern lights too, like the gravitational pull from the earth and the pull. Fucking, did I just do this with my brain? I know the moon has, I can't really see your picture, honestly. I, I freaking see it. That's it. I know the moon, okay. the moon like acts as a shield for a lot of meteors, and then the molten, right? Girl's putting in work, yeah, it's covered in craters. And then, like, the moon's pull, too, pushes them away from, I guess, hitting the Earth, like, center mass. Nice. I kind of feel like we just disproved the flat Earth theory very simply. Yeah. Through theory, of course, but fuck yeah. Science. Fuck is my phone. Science. Our brain cells together. <laughs> but I'm trying to find... I'll find it. Okay. Wait, did we already get to the air bubble thingies? Yes. Yeah, that was it. Okay. And then the citations are below. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, sorry. Wow, catching back up. I had this, like, brilliant genius moment where I'm like, oh, my God, I understand physics. And then the next moment, I'm like, wait. <laughs> That's a silly little strain. I like it. Okay, back to thought. So the overview, modern flat Earth theories starkly contrast to over two millennia of scientific consensus that supports the Earth as a spherical rotating body generally dismissed by experts in philosophy and physics as forms of science denial. These theories often rely in pseudoscience and are disseminated widely through social media platforms. Rise in the modern era, the resurgence of flat earth beliefs occurred in the mid 20th century. Some adherents are motivated by religious convictions while others embrace conspiracy theories. The advent of social media has played a crucial role in amplifying these views. Scientific inconsistencies, direct observations from various vantage points, ground level, air travel, or orbitable platforms consistently confirm Earth as a spherical object. Flat Earth theories fail to explain numerous natural phenomena from lunar eclipses to weather symptoms. Historical background, the ancient consensus to modern urgence. The concept of a spherical Earth has been broadly accepted since at least the Hellenistic, Prussian Modern flat earth theories experienced a revival in the 19th century spearheaded by key figures 
like English writer Samuel Rawl wrote wrote read that is Rall. a name Rawlbottom Samuel Rawl love that Samuel's influence Rawlbottom gained prominence for a Bedford level experiment which formed the piece Sammy Rawlbottom Sammy Rawlbottom the book is called Earth Not a Globe in this model. Antarctica serves as a boundary wall around the flat earth, which is the picture you sent earlier. Societies and public debates, Rawlbottom and his followers gained engaging scientists in public debates. The late 19th and 20th centuries saw the establishment of societies like the Universal Zedetic Society, founded in 1893 by Lady Elizabeth Blunt. Fluctuating interest post World War I, interest in flat earth theories saw Revivals in 1956, 72, and 2004. Very oddly specific dates. Yeah, really. I don't know. Figures and societies in the 19th and 20th century. William Carpenter, who wrote Theoretical Astronomy Examined and Exposed. John Jasper. I want to read these. I'm not going to become a flat earther. I swear to God, I won't. I'm genuinely curious about what these people have to say. This, these books would make no sense to me. There's no point. M.C. Flanders, he debated the flat earth theory in 1887. In New York, he won. Some International Flat Earth Research Society, Samuel Shenton and Charles K. Johnson. Published Flat Earth News, in case you're curious about somebody's archive flat earth theories i miss well, yeah. those Hi, flanders won that debate in 1887 and we don't again with the technology then we're just now i would love to hear some points from that debate i yeah with minus the technology that we have now with the flat earth the modern flat earth flat earthers wow yeah versus what they were able to work with like back then this thing some modern popularity and social context. Social media's role in it is that platforms like YouTube have become hotbeds for flat earth discussions. Celebrities like B.O.B. and basketball player Kyrie Irving have publicly entertained flat earth theories. Public opinion in 2018 survey found that only 66% of millennials firmly believe the earth is round. Oh shit. So the 40, there you go. 44% of millennials running around thinking that the earth is flat. 44% of millennials think the earth is thought more than it all. That is, I, we actually had a guy that I worked with. He was a flat earther. He also was like very heavy into conspiracy theories. Like, for example, this is not my, really my story to tell, but I'll tell it because I know the person and I, it's kind of funny because he's such a fucking idiot. So they go to do some like, event like my friend she goes with like the other guy that we know go to this work event like tdy trip and they were in new york and they go to eat at a like a local spot and the guy who the flat earther starts going off about conspiracy theories he believes in and starts bringing up the 9-11 conspiracy theory so when she was telling me this i'm like what did you do and she said she's i just grabbed him i was like Shut the fuck up. You are going to get us, one, murdered, two, likely, thrown out. Are you fucking insane? Wow. I, I feel like a lot of people, like, conspiracy-wise, I think, I feel like you're either, like, extreme into everything uh-huh. or, or, like, nothing. If you believe in flat earth, you believe in every other, like, major conspiracy. There's no, and this is just my opinion. Like, like there's zero no, to 100. Yeah, there's no, hey, this clearly doesn't make sense. I feel like it's every major, like, extreme that these people are, like, diving into. Let's hold on that note, because I literally chugged a smoothie before this. So we will be right back after a quick break. If anybody else needs to see us about their... Go piss, girl. I'll be fine. I will be fine. I feel fine. I feel great, actually. I feel very... No, that's a dog. That's a puppy cat. My cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy as me. Hi. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. I found my wet cat. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, baby. 
Okay, sorry. Yeah, my cat was definitely outside during this whole storm. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets for being a street rat. Fucking hurricane. Yeah, basically. Like today. Oh yeah, it's not a hurricane yet, but storming. Yeah. Oh my god. He was hiding under the porch. Oh, little idiot! Didn't come home when he was supposed to. Because he can sense that shit. Their whiskers are like. They tingle and shit when it's about the storm. Bitch, tell me why my dad was like, oh, yeah, I thought I heard squeaking at the door. I'm like, no way. He's fine. Oh He's just soaking wet. Aww. Poor, poor baby. Okay. And a wet kitty. It's wet. Uh, <laughs> okay. Get your mind out of the gutter. Do you want me to read any of this? Hey, you guys some popcorn. I'm just, I'm chilling right now. This is nice. You can read, Jess. Okay. You left off at the psychological and sociological factors. Oh, yeah. This is where the nerds get petty. So psychological and sociological factors. There's the confirmation bias, a tendency to seek evidence that confirms pre-existing beliefs. Then there's the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is overestimation of one's capabilities that can lead to the acceptance of flat earth theories. It refers to the tendency of individuals who lack expertise in a particular area to overestimate their abilities, while high performers tend to underestimate theirs. This effect only pertains to overconfidence in specific tasks, not a general claim about low intelligence. To measure this effect, one can compare their self-assessment with objective performance. David Dunning and Justin Kruger discovered this phenomenon in 1999, which has significantly practical implications. Inaccurate self-assessment can lead to poor decision-making and risky behaviors. Low performers often lack proficiency and the ability to recognize it, but they are generally less self-assured than high performers. <sighs> and then there's the scientific debunking and media representation. So the Salt and Sea experiment in 2018 conducted by the Independent Investigations Group. This experiment demonstrated Earth's curvature. Okay, and then Behind the Curve documentary, also in 2008. This featured flat earthers attempting and failing to prove their theories. Social impact and reactions, personal consequences. Some flat earthers have experienced strained relationships due to their beliefs. And then the scientific community stands. Experts emphasize the importance of improving science education to counter these beliefs. Conclusion, modern belief in a flat earth is a complex phenomenon fueled by a mix of religious convictions, conspiracy theories, and deep-seated distrust in mainstream scientific narratives. Despite being overwhelmingly discredited by scientific evidence, the theory persists, facilitated by social media and a culture climate of skepticism. I guess that's mm. also my thing about conspiracy theories, like this one and others alike. It's just like, we can have different beliefs and we can still be friends to an extent, you know, like how some people take it too far with, yeah. with beliefs, not even just conspiracy theories, like the whole like miter attracted person. I'm like, no, bye. So it's like, you can have, you know, like you can be friends with Democrats and Republicans. That's a huge thing. Sorry. I know we don't really talk about politics here, but you know, I can respect your opinion and you can respect mine or, you know, not everyone's going to think the same. You like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I like grilled cheese. Just let it be. But Didn't we talked about this too far. I feel like thought you and I talked about this. Maybe. Do you ever remember that Dr. Seuss book? It was like the butter side up and the butter side down toast. Yeah. Did we talk about that? No. If we did, it was like it was over a year ago. Probably. I was to say it wasn't recently, but I feel like we may have talked about it. But either way, we both know about it. But you know. That's like the scary flip side of like disagreements, how they escalate. And also that book is not okay to read to a child because it's all about the Cold War and how like nuclear arms race. Oh, wait. I yeah. Or I just thought we were talking about bread falling. That's a waste of good bread. But is that one of his books that were taken down? Maybe. I don't remember what it was called. Let me Google it real quick while we, you two start talking more. Oh yeah. Thought, did you get my... You, oh, you both, because I put it in the group chat. You guys both got the picture? Yeah, it's a lot clear. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Thanks. We'll post it on the Instagram. <laughs> Thanks, Panda. Get it? Because there's two Ps, but one of them is, like, is not. It's like the. Like the. See, 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 see
I don't know. I think my overall like opinion is I believe the earth is round. I don't think there's been enough for it to disprove like my opinion on it being round. Because even like the civilian sector explores it plenty. It's not like just like the government going to the moon. We like balloons have enough funding with like high altitude weather balloons to go into space technically and see curvature. I don't know, but that doesn't, I think there's probably more to look into, like talking about North and South Poles, maybe later. Okay. But more yeah. Antarctica. What were we talking about before? I got distracted. Fuck. That is a good blunt. I know I've said it over and over again, but it was something. Oh, no, I was going to talk about the, the Dunning Kruger effect. Oh, okay. Those two dudes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So the motherfucking shade. Yeah. Like you said, you love nerd drama. It's pretty. So this being the sociological and the psychological factors that play into like why there are flat earthers around and they're just like, oh, confirmation bias. And then the Dunning-Kruger effect, overestimation of one's capabilities. And it's it's not necessarily just that they feel like they're smarter than other people. They feel like they're really good at something like. It doesn't have to be even like harmful. It's like they believe that they are a really good baker and their cookies taste like dog food. You know, like that's putting it mildly. I wish I had that amount of audacity. I feel like I know a lot of people in this category, but I'm not here to diagnose. So, Uh, right. Yeah. Since we're talking about like conspiracy theories, I've come across a couple people who have debated the whole Sandy Hook thing. And I'm just like, Oh, yeah. Alex Jones, definitely a Dunning-Kruger. I don't know. Oh, Dunning-Kruger. Alex Jones. I have nothing nice to say, but something violent. Really? Those people just need to yeet themselves off of that. I don't care. We're not missing out on much. (laughs) That's where, I don't know. I know it sounds really cold and fucked up, but like, (laughs) I just, I don't know. Whatever happened to, like, survival of the biz? Why aren't these fucking morons getting... If we're getting completely honest, it's because there's warning labels everywhere. All right, yeah. But, you know, every you know? Yeah. Thankfully, it's incels anyway, so they can't get laid or procreate, so not too worried about it. Yeah, but they do have AI girlfriends nowadays. Okay. Isn't that fucked up and weird? I must be impressed. I'm impressed with the technology, not the fact that they are dating an AI girl. No, the technology, I am very, like, it's to the point where, like, these these guys, speaking of Darwinism and not being able to procreate, but nerdy, nerdy shit. Fuck, I already lost my train of thought. Oh, my God, I'm so fucking high. That, take it away. <laughs> steer us. Steer us on the right track, because I am just going to go off. Wild. I don't know where I'm going. Go Boilermakers. All right. I'd said my opinion. I think people, I don't, I think people are definitely wrong, but I, I like what I think Jess was saying, go so extreme and dedicate your life to, I mean, they're good for them, I guess, for believing in something, but I don't know if this is like the hill to die on this specific discussion, this fear to die on rather. So why have they like taken two planes going in like different directions and see if they ever cross paths because that seems like an easy fix to this if you have two planes going in opposite directions eventually they're going to overlap at some point and they can calculate when they're supposed to meet there so again i feel like we could disprove all of this like flat earth stuff very easily yeah like i highly doubt if it's a flat earth they're never if they take off in two separate directions they're never going to meet again but yeah, if they meet again, then that means that, hello, the earth is round. It's like that, like that scene in the Truman Show where he realizes that it's all been like a set. He like opens the door and it's like supposedly the sky, but it's, yeah. So it's like we would, the planes would crash and there was nowhere else to go. It just wouldn't go. It, it would was... just go to Antarctica or whatever. It would run into some fucking ice wall, like for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake, for Pete's sake, sorry. Like, what's on the bottom side of flat Earth? So, if we're like on the, we'll say the top side, humans, is it like rock on the bottom side? So, that's when we get into hollow Earth theory, what we kind of talked about with the beads. The beads. The beads. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that could be a whole other episode in of itself because that is the hollow earth theory. I'm echoing what my fiance said because we were talking last night. He's oh, what are you guys going to be talking about it on the podcast tomorrow? And I was like, oh, we're kind of like shit talking flat earth, but we're kind of entertaining some of the theories that they have. And he's, you know, I could get behind hollow earth theory. So, yeah. Sure. I'll have to look into it. But I'm also wondering because I, I went on like a whole little, I was like, what is this? We're just like, the drawing of some sadistic little like piece of shit kid and you know like that's just what it is but like in that reality like we're real in that reality and then that got me thinking like when you draw like a planet or like you have that model space thing that you did with the planets back in school if you believe in flat theory like how sick is this flat earth is it like you know like a pizza pie like we're just at the top layer or yeah, yeah. how thick this bitch be? Yeah, because then we're all yeah. just like, slices. I don't know. God, I'm fucking hungry. How I, deep do you think the earth is? If we're going flat earth, do you think it's a thin crust or you think it's she's a thick Chicago deep dish? I think we're like cheese filled almost. Like it's not <laughs> filled with, I don't know. Cheese. Yeah, filled with Now we're talking. Right. <laughs> the earth is filled with cheese. That's our new movement. We can start that subreddit and I'll be the first one to <laughs> start digging for cheese. I'm sure people would donate to me. The cheese man, cheese king. <laughs> you know that catch on with how stupid the internet is. Fuck yeah. I'll just have a shovel and till <laughs> I get. To... I love it. I'm here for it. But yeah, that was my little high thought. How thick I need to. You have ricotta royalty. Your. What's an H, an H cheese? Your Harvati yeah. Highness, <laughs> Lord Cheese. Lord Cheese. Wow, that's on. That's your name. You have to rebrand now. Lord How about Pepper Jack? Come up with my name, Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack. <laughs> I'm going to be mozzarella cheese. Oh, sorry. I'm trying not to die from allergies. But, oh my gosh. Whew. My cheeks are red. Are you sweating? No, I'm not sweating. I'm just like... Oh, okay. I deserve that. I deserve that. 100%. Oh, girl, was what primary? Yeah. I actually got one of those mattifying rolls. Oh, yeah, but did you like it? I do. I was tempted to get it. It looks cool. It is kind of cool. Like, the fact that you can wash it later, it's thought we're going to, little secret. And also, for any single gentleman out there or a gentleman wishing to surprise their ladies, here's a little tip for you. Get her one of those oil-removing stone rollers. Yeah. They're on Amazon. They're this really soft stone that you rub on your face and it takes the oil off, but it leaves your makeup on. Bitches love rocks. It gets rid of all the shiny, like the T-zone stuff. So if like your skin's kind of oily and you don't want to wash it, but you just want to get that oil off there, you just take yeah. a little stone. Plus it's like better than carrying like a whole like powder in your Powder. Plate. You have those little pads that like, God, I remember those from like high school. I knew a girl that like, she and I, same problem, oily T-zone. And we knew we had those little those are the oil best. pads. But I'm a big purse girly, so I don't yeah. mind having a little extra cosmetic case with, like, things for touch-ups. But that sounds way handier. And I didn't know you could wash it because I was wondering, I was like, what happens when all the oil, like, accumulates? You're just, like, asking for a breakout. But that's... Not yet. That's way better than, you know, because a brush and, like, a little Yeah. Poof. You'll have to toss the poof after a few months. And you'll have to wash your brush. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully a month. I don't know how often people clean their brushes. But then the stone, you just clean it, whatever, and you just pop it back in your poodle. And if you're a dude, like, you can still use it. Like, yeah. it's small. Yeah, it's small. No one really knows what it is. And if they're like, dude, what is this? Be like, it's 2023. I'm a dude. I'm allowed to like skincare shit. Okay. Time to let men appreciate skincare without judgment. Yeah. I'm here for it. It's nice. Not okay. okay. You ever just treat yourself? Because we're basically done with flat earth. I'm done with the sun. I'm done with the earth being flat and it's thick crust. I definitely do not treat myself. You need to. Yeah, do a little spa day. Yeah. I don't know how. You should get some nice calming music playing. You should get like a little pillow behind your neck just to ease that stress. Get a little leg pillow oh, action. Or candles and stuff. But... Yeah, but yeah, just surround yourself like by candles. Make it look like you're about to be sacrificed. Make it nice and, you know, the ambiance. 
And I do my sound baths every month. Hire your roommate, Bailey. Dude, I'll give you 20 bucks if you just sit in this room and bang this bowl around while I meditate. Fan me with grape leaves. Yes. Like a little thing. You deserve that thought. Thanks, girls. You're maybe, welcome. Maybe a pedicure. Yeah. At the very least, get yourself a pedicure. Feet or hands? Feet. And it's because the chairs are so relaxing. I love <laughs> those massage chairs. My left foot's so fucked up that I feel bad. I mean, touch care. They I... don't care. Trust me, they're wearing gloves. Everything is sanitized. Like, just get you, go Google review, find one that's got a good rating. And then you're fine. Oh. Send us a picture of how they... much you like take off. And you definitely don't have to get it painted. You can if you want to. But it's really nice. Yeah, especially yeah. your boots all the time and shit. Yeah, it's good to just do a little cleanse. You feel like a fresh baby. Yeah. I don't know. Treat Shower. Isn't that enough? No. God for you, please tell me you do not use a three and one. No. He does. <laughs> you I don't even use a bar of soap. So, I mean, body wash takes care of everything. Hair is a part of the body, too. Do bald people use shampoo or do they just put body wash on their heads? Why are you, why are you guys are so sweaty? <laughs> Amanda, I mean, you hung out with him. Does he smell? Does no. Okay. I never got close enough to you to sniff you like that. Sorry, Tom. All right. I, <laughs> I got a good whip. <laughs> I brush, I floss every day. Yeah, you did stink. I never had, you never had a smelly guy reputation. There you go. Thanks. There's nothing sexier than what a guy smells good, though. Oh, right. Yeah. And not Dracar Noir or Axe. Oh, God. No, I was going to say, I dated a guy with alopecia. He basically looked like a naked mole rat. Okay. No, he looked like Mr. Clean. I mean, he had a good personality and he was, you know, a good dude and he had a really cute dog. So I was like, murder me. And uh, yeah, no, he used just body wash. He would just have to make sure to put sunscreen on his head and use the body wash on his head to make sure it's not oily. But yeah. But, Interesting yeah. times. I was just like, oh, wait, what? And then I asked the stupid question. I was like, it is like, grabber match the drink. Everywhere, 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 no hair. I fucking love that. I mean, I don't know. That's just me, though. <laughs> I like a little hairy chest, personally. But yeah, just one thing I hate girls don't really have BO, but I hate bad breath or like, um... like a girl with morning breath. And it's not anyone's fault, really, especially like after a night out. I hate it. And that's like, I don't, that's like my biggest thing is if I like, sleep out with someone and i don't know them i'll sneak to their bathroom and like, steal mouthwash and then lay back in bed and i woke up like this i was about to say you should just pack gum with you and just take gum with you when you go out i hate having things in my pockets i don't mean so normalize um, men with purses i said it you need a little poodle for your thoughty adventures yeah. Yeah. men lose their shit at fanny packs Men lose their shit at Renaissance fairs because they can finally carry around a purse or a messenger bag and not be shamed for it. Yeah. Let men carry bags. God damn it. I don't want to. love it. it. Less is better. Barely like carrying a wallet. Even like when I go out, I leave my car keys like in my, on my wheel. I don't want to carry them either. I got a question for you. Oh, God. If you could, would you wear a kilt as often as you wanted to? No. No special occasion. Would that you mean wouldn't? Going Sansa. Do like, you know others that would? Like, just like whenever they want, wanted to? Yeah, no, no special occasion. And it's not, you know, it'd be normal for them just to like, if, if it were like normal to wear a kilt every often, like, would you wear a kilt? I wouldn't. I could, I think I know a guy or two that would. Yeah. It's like letting society dictate whether you want to wear the fucking kilt or not. Bullshit. That's why you see the happiest people at red fairs. God, I fucking love red fairs. Yeah, they're just letting the swing. And no one's judging you there. Everyone there got bullied in high school. No one gives a shit what you fucking do. It's a safe space. It's a very safe space. We love you. Come here. Oh my god. Hi. I am very. God, these. Okay, so that's follow up questions later. If two planes took off at the same time, when would they eventually cross? And if they don't, they should run into ice walls. Flat earthers, your move. Checkmate. But people fly around the globe all the time. 
right? Like they don't like hit China and then turn back around. I think I, I follow like plenty of like aviation pages where I don't know, maybe I don't say. If they're so curious if like Antarctica is like the ice wall, then circumnavigate the fucking Antarctic. Let's get our pilot license and we'll do it together and we'll podcast along the way. No, you don't want me at that plane. I'll be on FaceTime. No. I'm telling you, I am telling you something will go wrong. Something me and technology and important shit, something will fucking go wrong. I don't want that on my conscience. Cool. I know myself. I'll be like that kid from Kim Possible, like Wade, little computer screen. Thought you could be thought you'd be Kim Possible. What's in Sitch? Can I be thinkable? <laughs> thought, god damn it. Thought possible. possible. I love it. Do I'm here for it. Here for it. <laughs> yeah. I just have a little follow-up about Antarctica. That's that's all I had for next week. Our shit's linked in our bucket show notes. So find us on Instagram, Department of the Dead. Thoughty, he runs the page. Therefore, it's funny. Thought, where can they find you? Not a JTAC on IG. My only social media. The only. Not even yeah. threads. No threads for me. You should watch the movie, though. It's freaky as fuck. Full circle moment. <gasps> like the earth, because it's round. All right. All right. And, yeah, you can follow me. Salt Tequila Jess. You? Jesse James. And her other show is Resilient and Rowdy. So that one too. So she's a double podcasting lady. I took her. Okay. All right. Seriously, we're going to go by. Hey. Bye. Bye.